It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hello, my dearest friends and enemies. If you are just listening to me, then you are missing out because Not Too Deep is an actual, tangible, visual show on full screen, and you don't have to miss out on watching my face when I talk. We have a set, I sit in a chair, and there's there's a lot more than that. So use your eyeballs and go sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash not too deep and you get a week free. So what's there to, to pass on? Nothing. Go to fullscreen.com slash not too deep. Get your first week free and check out the new not too deep. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, Grace Helbig, your host. Guess what? Exciting episode ahead. We have a return guest and one of my favorite. She's sweet. She's scary in her stories, not as a human being. It's the Gabby Show. She's got some of the best ghost stories I've ever heard in my life. And by best, I mean worst in that they keep me up at night because they're so real, they're so raw, and they have truly happened to her. How she's a functional human in this day blows my mind. So enjoy this extra spooky episode of Not Too Deep with The Gabby Show. Not, not too deep. I actually Lance, floss a lot. Lance Bass loves flossing. Me too. It feels so good. It does. Well, that, that's, yeah. It's like a gum massage, man. Apparently that's the trend. Do you like a magnified mirror and just like saw the plaque out of there? Oh my God. <laughs> Just thinking about it is like turning me on. <laughs> That's your ASMR. Flossing <laughs> up close. Flossing. God, that would be so funny. Um, if you guys can't tell, we're here with The Gabby Show. Yay. Yeah. Oh, we've started. Gabby is a repeat guest. Which- I don't know where to look. You just look at me. Oh, okay, I cool. mean, we, I yeah, mean, just look at her. Jack's gonna be diddling with all the cameras the oh, whole I'm, time. I'm diddling. Jack constantly <laughs> diddles. It's very. Do you want to put the headphones on or no? It's. You don't have to, or you can Let's if you want it. to. Yeah, I feel like this makes it look so much more podcasty. It it's, makes it. It makes it. It makes you feel like you're on a radio program because you can hear your when voice. when you hear your voice. It feels good. Yeah. The, the, the sultry tones of How's your own my hair? voice. And you then, look fabulous. <laughs> but it's also, I was thinking about this the other day because we, our set is now this living room and it's really funny that we have this whole like very domestic set where we're just wearing headphones in the living room. <laughs> like it's something. We did in your actual living room though. That's true. So. Um, yeah, this at least is like a nicer living room and I'm glad that you had to experience both. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me back. I loved the podcast the first time. That was it so was exciting. It was so fun. Um, I, Jack and I, I feel like we really only scratched the surface of your like library of ghost stories that you have going on. And I know since the last podcast, you've had numerous experiences, both like captured digitally and otherwise, Mm -hmm. that have involved more ghosts. And we thought this was kind of our Halloween-esque episode. This is coming out around Halloween. So we thought we'd dive into some of those stories with you. I think last year we did Halloween too, right? It it happened to be that that way, but it wasn't intentional. Like I, I hadn't anticipated it being all about ghosts. Oh, yeah, it just kind of a happy way. accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, we needed to have you back. After I saw that Snapchat story of you in, in Miami, Miami, right? In Miami. I, I was like, okay, we have to have her back and talk I about can this. Because that story say, is so creepy. 
that is the scariest single top poltergeist moment of my life. That, out of all of them. So, so for people that don't know, can you take us through what happened? Because it's captured on your Snapchat and I think it, you put, did a video about it, yes. right? Um, but yeah, Jack texted me all like all caps and was like, are you seeing Gabby's Snapchat story? And I was like, what's happening? And then I immediately <laughs> went and watched it and like threw my phone on the bed and was like, no. <laughs> I think we texted about it yeah. while I was in Miami. I was like, oh my God, this is too much. So what? T- okay. tell us what happened. So I was in Miami at the Fountain Blue, mm-hmm. which we'll get to that. But it's important that it's the Fountain Blue. I've been there before. I've stayed at that hotel. It's a beautiful hotel. Absolutely stunning. Right on the water. Yes. Yeah. Great. So we're at the Fountain Blue and there were just these really weird things that kept happening leading up. This is kind of like the abridged version because I could tell the story in 40 minutes. Sure. So this is the abridged version. But there were all these really just weird, bizarre little moments like my friend Alex, who I was with, and I, we went up to our rooms. We crossed the entire hotel because, you know, you have to like where the dining area is. You walk mm-hmm. so far to get right. to the room, whatever. So we went to our tower and then we both got up there and we realized both of us had like didn't have our bags. Mm. But we knew for a fact that we had them because I got Alex's key out of his bag. It was just, it was very bizarre. So His room key. His room key. Yeah. So then I realized I don't have my purse. Where's my purse and my phone? So I was like, I must have left it downstairs. But it's so weird to leave your purse in your phone. It's just like, you don't forget those things. Right. So I go all the way across again. And I'm just like, I hope nobody stole it. Yeah. And Alex's bag that I took his room key out of because he was like, can you get my key? Because it was on his back. Uh-huh. And my purse and my phone were all just sitting in the middle of the floor of the restaurant. In the middle of the floor of the yeah. restaurant? Yeah. Like we just walked, I walked in and they were just sitting there. And like nobody was acknowledging the fact that it was there. And what? it creeped me out a lot. And also that's not <laughs> something that like a server does at a restaurant. They walk up to a table and see that someone's left their bag. They don't put it on the floor in the middle of yeah. the restaurant. But the fact is like he for sure had his bag. Mm-hmm. I would have bet my life that I had mine. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no like proof of it yeah. but you don't you I know that I feel naked if I walk out of a room without my backpack or purse and my You phone. just don't do it. Yeah. It's not a thing. And then also the reason I got the key out of the bag in the first place was he like we heard something in his room. It was mm-hmm. like banging and all these noises and shifting and you we I was like okay it has to be house cleaning because right. there's no way. I was like calm down. He opens the door and there's nobody in there. <gasps> so then that's when we like freak out. I that's when I went to my room and realized that my stuff was gone and then when I went down I brought his bag up and his face was flushed. He was like why do you have that? And I was like oh you left it downstairs. He was like no. I brought it to my room. I took two Advil out of it before I got in the shower. I for sure had my bag. So that's where it was just like, okay, this is gross. I hate this. What? Yes. So then I'm in my room. I'm waiting for him to shower. And uh-huh. we're both kind of brushing it off. Like, okay, it had to be some type of just what it, weird. No yeah. way. Yeah. So then somebody's pounding on my door. I think it's Alex. And I'm like, go and I check and there's nobody there. A few minutes later, I hear pounding on my door again. And it is Alex. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, you just pounded on my door. He was like, no. <gasps> So then we go back to his room. Uh-huh. We open, because he left his debit card. We open his door and he screams. And Alex is like a grown man. He doesn't right. ever. He's always making fun of me for my ghost stuff. Screams. We walk in and his conditioner bottle is hanging from the ceiling. Just there. That's the part <laughs> I saw in the Snapchat story that I was like, what? And for a second, I thought it was a wine bottle that was like shoved into a the ceiling. A lot of people thought that, yeah. Because I couldn't tell that it was like, 
they like hooked onto the the lamp or yeah. something or the the light overhead the overhead fixture and i was like this and wasn't there like a razor smashed oh or his something? razor was broken in half his clothes were thrown all over the floor and his conditioner bottle was just hanging from the and ceiling how long had he been in your room with you before going back to his room 30 seconds maybe he just came in. He was like, okay, let's go. Oh, I forgot my debit card. And the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is like, Alex was messing with you. Right. 100%. That's he what was I thought at first too, yeah. But wasn't there something also with the bathtub too? Oh my God, I forgot about the bathtub. How, sorry for was... screaming under the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but right. that was the night before, right? The bathtub was the night before where I had taken a bath mm-hmm. and um, it was one of the big jacuzzi tubs. Yeah. And I was in there, like, it was great, whatever. And I drained it and... The, it wasn't draining properly. Mm-hmm. And that's an important part of the story because I had to reach my hand in and hold the drain up so that it drained completely. So right. I know for a fact that you were that I drained that damn tub because yeah. I had to hold it up because it was broken. And then I was laying in bed and I don't remember what hour of the night it was, but all of a sudden I heard bubbling and it startled me. Mm-hmm. So then I went back and it was it wasn't like far away. It was here was the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Here was that divider with a big open window divider thingy. Right. And then my bed. So and it's I like heard 15 feet. 15 feet. Yeah. I go over and it's there's a full jacuzzi with bubbles. <sighs> full. And even I, I, I try in my mind, because I'm not delusional, I'm not crazy. I try to right. always think of the reasonable explanation first. And I'm like, maybe there was a leak in the tub. Maybe right. I turned the faucet on and forgot about it. There's no way, first of all, that I wouldn't have heard a tub filling with water. Right. Second of all, there's no way. Like, why would the jets just turn on by themselves sporadically? Right. And how did you get bubbles in there? How did I get bubbles in there? Exactly. And I tried so many ways in my head to try to make it make sense. I'm like, well, maybe one of the bars of soap fell in. Right, Maybe, but right. No, it's a ghost filled my bathtub <laughs> to drown me in. Okay? <laughs> that is so... Okay, so then, I don't know. One, I don't know how you were able to fall asleep that night. I didn't. I didn't sleep the entire time in Miami. Ugh. In fact, I was on Tinder one night because they, they moved our building. Right. Because we were so scared. Because Oh, you and, got moved. Okay. And this is why I don't think that Alex was messing with me. Because when I made a video about it, I even said, Alex, like, please, like, off camera were you fucking with me? Right. And he said, Gabby, on life, I would never pull this this long. And, and we also had this beautiful, huge suite, right. like beachfront suite. They moved us to like a janky little hotel room and another tower. He was like, if you really think I would have given up my beachfront suite <laughs> right. for this. And also, he was also crying. And the way I was crying, I had a full-blown panic attack. I was sobbing. I couldn't breathe. Like, my, I blacked out. My limbs went numb because I was so scared. Uh, he would have never no. let me get to that point. And, and, but the also, the point of a prank, if it was a prank, is to say that it's a prank. I pranked you. Yeah. yeah. It's to let you know that like, hey, I did that. And so there's no reason to hold on to that if you really did prank someone. Yeah. I don't think you did it. But I did move towers. And um, I could not sleep. Like, every little creak, everything I heard terrified me. So I ended up just like, this is so so embarrassing. I've never told anybody this before. (laughs) I was so scared there. And, like, Alex was sleeping, like, and doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. I was getting on Tinder and, like, finding random boys and being like, want to FaceTime? Because I didn't want to fall asleep. Because I was so scared. But I get that. If you're alone in a hotel room, then you're like, yeah, I just don't want to be alone right now. Ever again for the rest of my life. (laughs) I watched that Snapchat story. It was so terrifying. But the funniest part was that you, you're having your panic attack and you're crying and you're talking about the ghost and then it cuts right to you playing laser tag. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, 
and now I gotta go play laser tag is for whatever reason the event or something yeah. that you were down there for. It was a brand deal for a, a movie it and was it was part so, of the event. That was so funny to me because you're like in your like full costume being like, and now I gotta fucking play laser tag. Let's do this. And they put me in that dark room. I couldn't play. <gasps> I was too scared. I was gonna say, I was like, she's been through too much. You can't make her play laser tag right now. And they did. They made me. And <laughs> mini golf. I literally took the putter for the mini golf and I was literally just pushing it around. Like I'm uh, not having this right now. Terrifying. That's so bonkers. And did the fountain blue like see, did they do anything or oh, see anything? I'm so excited that you said that because I would have forgotten. They didn't say or do anything, but I went to the front desk and I was just like, is this, is this place haunted? Like, do you guys get stories? Yeah. And everybody was like, no, there was a janitor once who told us a few things, but that's it. Like we, and I was like, were there ever any murders on this property? Anything? And they said, not that I know of. So then I go home and I do some Googling. That feels like a big old cover up what they're supposed to say. I, I like, <laughs> No, but they look genuinely confused. They're like, what happened? Can I see? And uh -huh. we were showing the snapshot. Show, they're like, no, they're like, I've literally never heard of anything. I believe them. Right. But I went home and I Googled it. And in 2009, the heir to the Fountain Blue was murdered by his either wife or fiance in his hotel room, <gasps> bludgeoned to death, blood everywhere, like very, very brutally tied and murdered. And how could they not know that? In the room? Of in his in his suite. In his, uh, it was, he lived in the, um, what's the penthouse suite? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived in the penthouse suite. And I'm just like, how does nobody working at this hotel. The heir to this hotel. In 2009. It wasn't even that long ago. It was five years ago. Like, you don't remember that? that but I have a feeling that they do. It's just not something that advertises the hotel very well. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but, but that's I've stayed at this place called um what it's in San Diego called Del Coronado or Coronado Del. I'm not sure exactly. And it's the first thing they tell you like when you get there is that it's haunted. Like it's actually haunted by this woman. Um, and there's like, she was an actress, I guess. They tell you like the whole story and Hannah and I were there for Comic-Con last year. And I was like, this is the wrong reception. You're, th this is not how I would like to be welcome to this hotel. <laughs> we have two nights to stay here. But they said that it's a, a, an actress or something. And there's a lot of photos of like Marilyn Monroe and like people in the lobby. And they say she just, she gets really jealous. So she just turns all the photos down. So like once a week, they have to like reposition all the photos and like everyone in the hotel, all the staff knows Why do this. people choose to work there? I don't know. I don't, uh, people are either fascinated by it, but I think it's because it's, there's something where she's like not really threatening. She's just like kind of lonely and like bitter about and like jealous of these like whatever women. Nothing bad has happened. Still that they though, say. I've, spirits are scary. And I once was told, I've been actually told this a lot of times that if a spirit or a ghost of somebody approaches you, mm -hmm. it's never actually that person. And I think this is more of like a religious thing because mm. I think this is probably based off like Christianity and Catholicism. Sure. Where they say like once you're dead, you either go to hell, you go to purgatory, or you're in heaven. There's right. no whatever. But they say that if you do talk to a ghost, like say you see your grandmother or somebody, right. that it's actually a demon who is disguising themselves <gasps> to get into your life and get close to you. Because like, that, that's more of like a religious type sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. I know because I've heard different things about spirits. It's like some spirits present themselves to uh, like give some sort of message. And a lot of spirits I've heard from like tarot card readers are like angels and they're the people that are watching over you and it's always like positive and good and like protective. But then, yeah, it. I feel like there has to be, if it's good, there has to be a bad to it too, right? 100%. There, there is 100%. I know this for a fact. 
there are demons who disguise themselves now, to get you. So you just moved. And last time you were here, you were telling us about kind of the like ghost scenarios you had in your old apartment. Have you had any scenarios in your new place? I can honestly say that I, in my little studio that you came and collabed yeah. with me in, I have never experienced a ghost in there. In there, okay. Yeah, I've heard things, but it was like probably cockroaches. You sure, know what sure. I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've never actually seen a ghost there, but I was always terrified of getting murdered. Every single night I had a murder dream. Really? Yeah, when I'm in therapy. Don't worry. <laughs> when you live there, and is there any connection to dreams and like spirits and ghosts? Like, do those correlate or no idea? I'm not really sure. I think that it probably depends on the person. I really, I do have dreams where things come true. Yeah. Like, and I have, like, one example that I feel like I probably shouldn't tell because it's, like, very personal to family members. Yeah, don't. But, like, I had this, like, really, really intense dream. I can actually tell you what the dream is but not tell you what it correlated to. Sure. Where I woke up sobbing. (laughs) And I was on a tour bus. And I, like, woke up in this tour bus sobbing I the entire day I was absolutely like you woke shaken. up sobbing from the dream you had yes because okay. it, it f- hit me so emotionally Oof. that it was and it's so dumb when you hear it but it was like the feeling that was attached to the yeah, dream sure and basically it was like this little girl and she was this little spoiled brat yeah and she wanted a birthday party where she had a zoo in the middle of the ocean and her mom bent over backwards to make this happen. Right. And there were all these like floating things and on each one there was a different animal and the elephant was too heavy. Uh-huh. And the elephant kept like the the little wire thing kept snapping and then all of the crew would come and they would pull the wire up. I get teary-eyed talking about it. I told my therapist about this and I literally sobbed in therapy. Oh my so god, I I don't you don't right have now. to finish the no, story no, no, here. I have to. <laughs> So they're like pulling it up and then uh, it keeps breaking. And then eventually the entire boat, like all of the sides snap and the elephants drop to the bottom. And then the mother Uh jumps in and she's like pulling up the elephant. And then the mother dies trying to save the elephant. And I woke up sobbing like it it was hit me in such a, it was one time uh-huh. but I couldn't shake it for yeah. like months this dream and that day uh-huh. somebody had called me and told me news that was like so correlated so to it to that. that's yeah. like I, I swear I'm psychic on life I'm psychic <laughs> I mean I believe it I heard that like spirits come around to people that are more it, what were they saying earlier sensitive there's some like sensitivity in like the psychic spiritual realm and that's like the people that attract those like otherworldly beings, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, but that is bonkers. And with that, are you allowed to talk about the scary YouTube thing that you're doing? Yeah, I'll say like a little bit about it. But uh, basically there's this big mega collab going on. Uh-huh. And there's like 20 top YouTubers in it. And uh, it starts on Prank versus Prank channel. Mm-hmm. And I know Markiplier is in it. And uh, uh, I think Lily's doing it. Don't uh-huh. quote me. I, I think Chachi Gonzalez is doing it. Very cool. So there's a ton of people doing it. And in each video, because it starts with this original video, and then uh-huh. there's a ton of other ones, you can click and watch what's happening to that YouTuber in one of the hotel rooms. So oh, yeah, cool. it's really creepy. So they're filming something in like a haunted hotel room with all you guys? Well, it's, a hotel. there's like a few different hotel rooms and then we're each facing our biggest fear in the hotel room. So mm-hmm. I was trying to think, what's my biggest fear? Because um, uh, Furious Pete just did one that uh-huh. I won't say because I don't 
think I'm supposed to spoil his, but it was like so disgusting. Yeah. And uh, I know a couple of the other ones that I won't say what theirs are. So we're trying to figure out what my theme is because it's all being filmed in 360, which is amazing. Oh. So you can like walk around the room and like watch what's happening. Oh my so God. I was like, well, I'm really afraid of haircuts, but like that wouldn't be fun to watch in 360. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really afraid of car wrecks, but we can't put that in a hotel room and I also don't want to die. No, of course um, not. I'm afraid of being kidnapped and murdered, but, but please don't. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that I said jokingly, I was like, well, I'm also terrified of ghosts and demons and being possessed. And they were like, perfect. Let's let's get a Ouija board. Let's do a seance. Oh and I said, hell to the no. And somehow <laughs> the people at YouTube convinced me to do it. I can't believe it. I can't, and you haven't done it yet. I haven't. And I'm so scared because I, I think I said this to Jack on the phone the other day. If you're like afraid of spiders, yeah. they put spiders on you and it's like, okay, this sucks. This is the worst. But then they take the spiders and off it's and it's done. like, oh, it's done. If you're summoning fucking demons yeah. <laughs> and you're entering my entity, you, I'm possessed for life. You could haunt me for the rest of my life. Did you ever see Insidious? Fuck that. I'm so scared. I can't believe that I agreed to it. But at this point, I'm like, oh, like I really want the subscribers and the views. So like I'm going to do it. God <laughs> I'm bless. selling my soul. For monetization. <laughs> There's, um, but it's not, but you're, you said you're not actually doing the Ouija. You're not touching the board. I refuse. I feel like they're <laughs> going to talk you into touching that board. I won't. There, I honestly will not do it. Yeah, stand your ground because that is what, exactly like what you're saying. That's not something that ends in that room. Like, no, but what not- scares <laughs> me is, uh, okay, because I'm are obviously uh, there's so many people listening like, that I, that I'm insane. I'm obviously susceptible to tempt some type of like right. other realmy stuff. So if I'm already susceptible to the point that I can like I can see you, I can talk to you, you're communicating to me, you're fucking with my lights and Oof. my doors. I feel like if I'm in a room where somebody is summoning them and giving them permission to cross over, yeah. they will whip right into my body and take over me and I'm just going to be possessed. I'm going to kill people. Ah! I'm, gonna, like, I'm scared. That's what I'm afraid of. You should possessed. tell the YouTube executives that because I don't know if they have the insurance to cover you killing people. <laughs> True. After True. this episode. Um, they better pay my bail. But what is, the point of a Ouija board is to have a conversation with the spirits, right? I've yeah, never actually done one because I'm too scared of it. No, me neither. I'm I can't. so easily terrified of that, that we had one growing up and I put it in the shed because I didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> Did I tell this story on the last podcast of the Ouija board? Maybe. Do you remember? I told it already. Yeah, they don't mess around those, with them. They're for, terrifying. For those who haven't heard though, give it like the brief. The brief summary of it is we had a Ouija board. My dad refused to keep it in the house. He got rid of it. And then basically there were these voices screaming at my sister, telling her to dig up all of these things. And then she went into the basement into this like weird little hidden thing. And then she found the Ouija board that my dad hid. Nope. And then the voices stopped. Nope. It's real, man. Nope. It's insane. Wow. Uh, I refuse. I refuse. Um, I, what, how, how far from now will you be doing that? That's probably going to be out. Uh, the collab starts, I believe, on October 20th is when uh, Jesse is posting his first video. Okay. And then ours are all going to be scattered along that. After that. Timeline, yeah. And when do you actually shoot with the Ouija board? I think 
Wednesday or Thursday. So that's in like four days, five days? Really soon. Oh, so this might be like the last time we get to see the real Gabby. If I die, <laughs> can somebody please make sure that video gets uploaded? Because if I don't at least get the views on that after I'm dead, I will haunt everybody. <laughs> that is so bonkers. If um, I die, do you want me to haunt you? No. No. In a friendly way. Never. Gabby, <laughs> no, the friendly ghost. I'm literally so afraid of ghosts. Like, I think you left some ghosts in my house still from the first time we podcasted. Did you see things? I My lights flicker in my living room all the time and I was watching Stranger Things. Have you watched Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. And my lights were flickering when the lights on Stranger Things were flickering. And I lost my mind to the point that I went up to use my bathroom and I came downstairs and I was afraid to come back downstairs. I was like, I'm an adult woman. That is a fictional story. Sometimes your lights flicker. It's your wiring. And I like- But at the same time There's though, ghosts everywhere. They're, they're messing with you. They're, it's- Ugh, it terrifies me. And like like you, I won't sleep at all. I'm just like too absolutely fucking scared. I have to like drink until I'm numb enough to fall asleep. Because <laughs> it's just terrifying. I think creative people are super susceptible to creating these like fictitious scenarios and stories in their head. That's and possible. So, I mean, that's how I like try to stay optimistic. I'm like, maybe I'm so scared because I'm so creative. <laughs> but I do think there is some type of correlation there. Cause like my, yeah. like my ex-boyfriend, for example, he was so, he, every story I told him, he was like, there's a reason. I'm like, give me it, please yeah. tell me the reason. But he was also the type of person who was very not creative, very scientific. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be very something. Practical. And you have to wonder like, are they not seeing the ghosts because they're this way? And right. the ghosts like know that they won't be able to do that or right. are they just too shut off to it? Right. So I think there's a definite correlation between, or maybe they're that way because they've never experienced those things. Something out of the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. I also don't think you should be so hard on yourself because I've definitely had experiences where I would watch a scary movie and then be like freaked out because it, it, it fucks with your like nervous system. Oh yeah. But you yeah. know me more like I'm afraid of things. Like <laughs> you made me go into a haunted house with yeah, a camera be- and I didn't You did want- that? Yeah. For Jack and my damn oh, channel. Oh like a fake haunted house? Or no, like like a- no, no. It was real. Not a, yeah, It was a, a Halloween haunted okay, house. Okay. Yeah. Not like a house that was just happened to be haunted. It was like Times Square in, yeah. in Times Square in New York. I scream at those yeah. things. No. Me too. Great. We cried. should go together. That'd be so oh my funny. God, be amazing. Huh, yeah. no, We're doing it. I veto. I'm we not, have to. I'm do- don't YouTube me, Gabby, into this. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Make sure you Guys, tweet Guys, if you want to see it, uh, <laughs> Tweet Grace and Gabby will but make see, it happen. I can't do any of those Not Scary Farms and all of those, like yeah. the hay rides. I can't do, I cry and I just scream apparently, and I get upset. Apparently there's a Krampus like haunted <gasps> house. That, Never. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> There's also um, what's the Universal City does Hollywood Horror yeah the, the the walk yeah I ripped a girl's hair out of her head at a haunted house before <laughs> come on dead ass what happened she I just got scared there was a clown it was at Kennywood in Pittsburgh there was a girl in or a tr- clown in a trash can like a big one with a jigsaw or whatever is that what it's called chainsaw yeah he popped out and just like he didn't do anything he Why just is it like yelled at chainsaws? us. Because they will slice you in half in a second. Yeah, That's why. Loud. Yeah. So yeah. I, I grabbed her head and I yanked her and I threw her out. <laughs> wow. Wow. Gabby. And I had her hair in my hand. When you're in that state, Ooh. it's like a mom lifting a car off her child. You're like, I am so hulked Only out. Only if the fear mom right is now. trying to save the child, I yeah. was trying to save myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, that's why I feel like I am a liability in those places because I I won't be able to control my reactions. Yeah, I can't. I've seen videos of people doing like the city walk thing where the zombies just are everywhere around you. And I'm like, what 
What? How do they do it? I have no idea. The anticipation alone is enough to make me cry. I People that come up behind me just in normal life, I'm terrified of like turning around and seeing someone. I jump at any noise. <laughs> if you were to, right now, me saying, say boo right now, I would still jump. Like, it's unbelievable. There's, do your friends prank you all the time because they know that you're easily pranked in that yes, way? Yes. Really? They literally just scream boo at any given moment. <laughs> There's a compilation of my friends going, and me screaming my face off and really? falling to the ground. I like fell down a flight of stairs once because I was so scared. <laughs> I was so easily God. scareable. God. That's such an amazing pratfall though. What, um, what are you doing for Halloween this year I haven't even thought that far into my life do you enjoy Halloween though Overall? I like candy a lot <laughs> <laughs> do you like the holiday and like getting dressed up and that kind of thing yeah that's fun because I always do something like clever and funny yeah I'm like oh, I'm so clever and funny oh that's no, right I you do, do you were telling stuff. us about do you have ideas for your costume this year or it's too not far yet out? this year well I might um the only thing that I'm planning maybe is to be a deer or a reindeer and uh -huh. either be it deer god or oh deer. Uh, so, well, I'm playing with it. We'll see what happens. That's fun because you can get inspiration from the Snapchat filter that's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, and there's like this beautiful uh, makeup tutorial that I saw last year that inspired me to do it this year. Of a deer? It was like a beautiful makeup deer tutorial. I'm like, that's Ooh, cute. Yeah, God, The internet has everything. Everything. It's amazing. Um, we're going to take a quick break and when we get back with more of The Gabby Show, we're going to answer questions from Twitter. Cool. Yay, we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. And we're back with more from the Gabby Show on Not Too Deep. Uh, we have some Twitter questions here for you that I'm very excited to see your answers to. Um, the first one is, ever had sleep paralysis? Is that where you can't move yeah. when you wake up? I've had it. It is horrifying. Really? It's like your body's in this like half conscious state, but you can't move any of your body parts. You know, you can uh, lose a dream that yeah. way or dream control that way. Yeah. There's, Have you ever done it? I, I feel like I've lucid dream and dreamt in my life, but I can't recall a specific memory. Well, there's a difference between lucid dreaming and dream control. Wait, what's the difference? So lucid dreaming is just the the idea that you know you're dreaming. So right. if you're and I Which I've actually, done a ton. I yeah. feel like I've Yeah, I've had that. I just yeah, that I you're like I'm in a dream. My dreams, I only lucid dream. Like I I yeah. thought that everybody oh, wait, always you, knew they were you dreaming. You always know when you're in a dream? Yeah, like I literally sometimes yeah. I'm just like oh, this fucking dream again or like oh, I'm so over this dream. I have a yeah. question for you. Okay. Have you ever been in real life? And thought you were dreaming? Yeah. That happens to people when they practice lucid dreaming. I have a bunch of friends that are obsessed since Dietrich's episode oh, here with… God, um, that would freak me out He talks much. about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What's the thing? The… Astral, astral projection. projection. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He was the first person to teach me what that was. Chester then became obsessed with it. He and his friend Josh Golden were like… Josh is like really good at lucid dreaming to the point that yeah, in real life he has to do something to let himself know. Wait, that he's so not he has to do like the inception -y thing, yeah, to like figure out whether or not this is real or not. Yeah, yeah. And you'll catch him every now and then doing like his little whatever his thing is. Like you have to. That's part of the conditioning is you choose that that thing that you do. Um, but what if you do that in your lucid dream? Right. That's like where the mind fuckery comes. Like yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't think I would want to delve too far into that. 
But yeah, lucid dreaming is basically just you know you're dreaming, which right. I always know I'm dreaming. I don't think I've ever had a dream where I didn't know I was dreaming. Yeah. But dream control is are you making choices in your dreams? Like there's right. a lot of times where I'm in like a murder because I have a lot of murder dreams where I'm in like a murder scene and I'm like, okay. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to like run here and blah, 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 blah. But then there are when you sleep paralysis. It's, yeah. That's like the first step of like astral projection where you can really inception the shit out of it. It's yeah, sleep paralysis for me is just like panic. And Mel and I were talking about this because Mel gets it a lot that like it's and Hannah gets it too. And oh. a lot of it is induced from stress. Like Hannah doesn't have it as much anymore, but she used to just like always, always have it happen. That would so make scary. me stressed. Right. It, yeah. it does because you like manifest it in a way because you're worried about it. And I, I never knew exactly what it was until I talked to her about it. Mm. And I was like, that's happened to me. I didn't know that was like a thing. I thought it was just kind of part of the dream state. That and you already in. get claustrophobic. That's like being trapped oh, in your own body. It's the worst. You're literally going just tilt to the side. Just tilt your body to the side and you're like, you can't lift your arm up. And yeah. so you wait and you hope that there's like a noise or something that happens that like shakes you awake or that your brain but do you, like... Do you see something when that happens? Because I know some people who get it see a presence. Because part of it is like you're half awake, half asleep. Yeah. And there are some people who when they get the sleep paralysis, every time they say there's like either like a slender man or like a... Mm-hmm. Uh, some people describe it as like a big witch, like a big scary witch that's what? like hovering over the... No, it's a real thing. That, oh, I feel like I've heard Colleen talk about this in a video before. That's part of— She the, saw it or she's just she's, talking about that's, it? Yeah, one of her it. scariest dreams it. ever was they seeing see this person like at the end of her bed. Basically, it's hovering over you. It's a demon! It's about to like do something bad to you and you're unable to move. And I then eventually you're, you're— It's a demon, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I've never— Maybe. Not, people, people have described it as like a witch. Bella, it's a have demon. you saw, had that? You saw a bird? Interesting. I haven't Dude, seen anything. That's creepy. I've seen like my room. Like I, I see the space that I'm in and I can like see my body like from third point of view. But like I'm kind of You've shifting. Le- that's astral projection. That's actual You've projection. left your body. That's astral projection. <gasps> Grace. Have you, that's insidious, right? Is that is that yeah. insidious I'm talking about? Do not fucking leave too far because your connection will snap and you will not be able to find your body and you will be left in a dark state for your entire life. Do not leave your body. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, this is I a PSA. You. Do not leave. Diane, can we add that to the to-do list? But <laughs> next time you do that, yeah. see what you can do. You can do but whatever see, I'm, you want. The, the state's never calm. The state is so, like, manic because I know I'm in sleep paralysis that it's just trying to wake myself up because it's like, I don't like this physicality. Like, I do get claustrophobic and it feels extremely claustrophobic. So it's always, like... Once Hannah explained that she got it brought on by stress, I was like, that makes so much sense. This doesn't happen to me constantly, but it has happened in reflection in times when I've been extremely stressed out. But you've seen yourself in bed. But it fluctuates back and forth between me being timeout. Sorry, guys. There's a small technical issue we need to deal with. How much time do you need, guys? Oh, really? Uh Uh-oh. That sounded scary. I think the ghost shut down this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm? The audio crashed. Completely? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. It's a fucking ghost! I got a vlog. <laughs> Where's oh my, my phone? No, I'm sweating I so much I swear right to now. God. Grace, it has to be. It can't just be a technical issue. This isn't yeah. that. We're on episode, what, 12? That's a haunted number. No, I'm just kidding. Are you sure you didn't lose anything? 
So we are at, oh my God. We are at uh, Grace's podcast and we're talking about our ghost stories. And as we're talking about the ghost stories and astral projection and all this stuff, the audio crashes. Haunted, probably. I am so, I'm in awake paralysis right now. I'm not in sleep paralysis. I'm so freaked out by that. Well, uh, let's hope, do we have it back or no? Yeah, we're back up now. We're back. We're up. back. Okay. We're back. Hey, Snapchat, quick update. In the middle of uh, Gabby and I talking about ghosts, the audio crashed on the podcast, which has never happened in an episode before. Cool Mm -hmm. times. (laughs) Okay, wait, really quick sidebar, just because I feel like this is very relevant to what you just said. Yeah. While I was filming the video with Alex James, Uh my camera kept crashing. The The SD cards, three of them kept saying, cannot record. Like, it would not let me film it. It took a lot to film that video. But, okay, back to If they go, if, <laughs> if you guys in the booth go and play this, like, in reverse after this episode, let me know if you find don't any you messages. Dare. Don't let me know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Burn my number. <laughs> back to your shit, though. Yeah. You have a gift. That is a real gift to be it's, able to leave your body and look at yourself and control. There's, there's no control, though, because it, like, fluctuates back and forth where I can, like, see myself, like, in an effort to wake myself, but it's, like, for a, the quickest moment. Okay, you know? but because you can do that, that's definitely a sign that you have some type of ability that other people don't. So can she go to like some, I don't know, like a Pokemon gym or something and like <laughs> a, like work out her ability to astral project You know what, honestly, really you're being it? funny, but that's a really good analogy. Yeah. You can actually exercise that and figure it out. And yeah. if you, but once you get you there… Can, yeah, you can go, like that's why Chester's been obsessed with astral projection because… In all of these books he's read, you can teach yourself how to do things in your sleep life that mm-hmm. you can't do in your like awake. That's what life. Dietrich was saying. Yeah. He wants to like get more stuff done. Yeah, and that's why he's like you can write songs, you, you can, can learn a language. Yeah, yeah. you can do like, all that multitasking. Yeah, but how do you bring that back into your real life? It's it's just there. It's just in there. I don't know. I don't know a ton about astral projection Oof. because I'm way too scared to that try. That is actually a problem that I have. I don't, what did I, I tell you about the rapper that's stuck inside my head? There's a rapper. No, this has not if come up you in conversation. Don't hit me with a single, a fire ass mixtape no, you know, right now. It's a real thing. Okay, so I had this dream. Uh, I told Mitchell's obsessed with it too. Okay. But I had this dream, uh, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And where I met this rapper in my dream. A rapper that doesn't exist in Correct. real life. Okay. He doesn't exist. And he's the greatest rapper I've ever heard. Okay. Like the stuff that he's able to come up with, like on the fly, is insane. Do you okay, know, but Jack, like, give us an example. That's the thing. When I wake up, I can't remember any of it. But here's the thing that's crazy about it is, he's the greatest rapper in the world, and it's in my brain, which means somewhere deep inside You're of me greatest is the greatest rapper in the world. Okay, okay, I Gabby. I think you don't have to worry about you being considered crazy on this episode. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I have and questions. I, please. Hit I have me. questions. Hit me. Okay, first of all, <laughs> is there any possible chance that you have the feeling that it's the greatest rap ever, but it's not? No, because I've been able to remember certain small segments of things. Hit like me. I, I don't it's have It's in your right notepad now. on your phone. Don't play me. I, I know for I, a fact. I don't. I don't. Even if I did, I Do wouldn't. Do you write them down? I did write one down, and I told Mitchell, and he was like, holy shit, that is actually insane. Say it. I don't remember exactly. You're telling me you know the greatest rap verse mm-hmm. of all time, no, 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 and no. you don't no, know no, no, it off not, by heart. I don't know the greatest rap. I'm just saying, he's like one of those guys who's very good at like, he's he's like really good at like, insulting you. Mitchell? 
No, no, no. The rapper. Oh, the rapper. The, the, rapper. Rapper. the rapper guy. Does he have a name? Elliot. Also? Elliot. That's his real name. That's not his like rapper name. What's, his rapper, what's his rapper name? name? I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? I know. What's his like temperament like? He's like, um, he's he's really chill. He's like, um, he's like really nice. Like you'd never know that he was like. What does he look like? I was about to say that. Yeah. We're right here, right here, right now. Um, he's thin. Is he hot? I'm is single. He, is, yeah, is he single? <laughs> he doesn't exist as a thing. He's he in my brain. He looks exactly like Jack Perry. <laughs> yeah. He's really, uh, he's like, he's. He's like thin, gray hair, beard, brown yeah, jacket. Like he's <laughs> he's like producing he's, and directing. He's, he's black. He's like maybe six feet tall. Uh-huh. He's very slim. He likes to wear like, uh, like 90s, like Nike high tops. Okay. Okay, so every rapper in 20, 2009, like. <laughs> he's really young too. He's like, I would guess he's like 22, 23. Okay. And he's like really nice and really sweet. And then um, people think, and he's like really cool. Like I remember like I met him at like, uh, like a backyard party where there was like a fire pit or whatever. Uh-huh. And then we were just like talk, in the dream, like talking about right. what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a rapper or whatever. And then someone starts making fun of him. And they get into like this like rap battle. And then the he stuff that was destroys. coming out of his m- mouth was just like, oh my God, this is, I'm, I'm witnessing the greatest hip hop I've ever experienced. And then I woke up and I was like, that was in my brain. Okay. And then have you question. hung out with him since? Yeah. I've had multiple dreams that he's in. Same, same Elliot every time. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Uh-huh. You cannot lie. Okay. Do you have an inner desire to be a rapper? Not until I had that dream. And now you want to be a rapper? Well… Not really. I mean, that's the thing is like, that's not even like my go-to music choice. It, but it, it's it's starting to become that now because I'm getting more and more curious about it. This is one of the most fascinating things I've ever heard by yeah. a real person. Well, here's the thing that's crazy about it. Because like you, you can have a dream where you're like, I dreamt that I was really great at playing piano. You can't wake up and suddenly start playing the piano. I've had a right. dream where I'm flying a plane. You can't wake up and suddenly start flying a plane. For sure. I have dreams where I solve just, insane math problems. It's like that. And right. in my head, I'm like, I know for sure that's right. But like when in you your wake, dream. But when you wake up, you you can't. But here's the thing. If I could just remember what he said, rapping is just basically talking really quickly. That's true. So Which you could do. Theoretically, if I can find a way to tap into this guy who's in my brain. I cannot wait. For Jack Ferry. I know. What is your rap name? I don't know. Ride but, the Ferry, bitches. <laughs> oh, amazing. No, that's the EP. Right. The, um, is there anyone in your real life that is at all similar to Elliot that you've like met? Not even like a close friend, just like someone. No. At no. all that you've never like had. No. And a that's crash- what's so weird about it. And the only reason. He's I- like, I don't have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so weird about it. I, I, I don't like have friends who are even really that into hip hop. Like it's like mm-hmm. not really like my Not go-to. even someone you know. Like someone you've seen in TV or in a meeting or like anywhere in your life that you have like your subconscious has stored that you've been like that's a yeah, fascinating person. They say person. that no. everybody you dream mm-hmm. has entered your life at some point. Yeah. Or there's some like manifestation of something you want or something you are or something you're afraid yeah, of. I'm you gotta tap you no. into that and you Believe gotta me, like to. remember the lines. Have you, you looked have up to. like have you looked up any dream analysis books of like what because you know they say um what if you it, dream like it? your teeth are falling out then what does it that's mean anxiety to have a, and fear. Yeah. What does it yeah. mean to have a hip hop artist stuck in your brain? Yeah, or like manifesting someone that doesn't exist in real life, like in an artist form. Like, is their career, if someone that keeps coming back, is it something about that right. career that's like affecting your life? Or is it something about like the, uh, just the boldness of that person that you're like, oh, that's like my insecurity is reflected in I like mean, how. To answer your question, no, I've never looked into it. 
But now I'm obsessed <laughs> with please, this. Please, please, please go to therapy and see what he has to say about Anyone? it. My favorite thing is making my therapist analyze my dreams. Uh, does your therapist do dream analysis? He, the only thing he really does is like write down your dreams and come back. And like, I, I don't want to leave this topic. Like I'm like so into this. <laughs> but yeah, he always says like one my first few sessions, he was like, so why are you coming in? I was like, lately I've been having a lot of dreams that I've like been getting murdered and blah, 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 blah. And he's yeah. like, try to like write down and remember your dreams. So then I started really focusing on them. So then… Honestly, I thought it was bullshit because I'm like, dreams are just random. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly believe like dreams are just random stuff that happens. But yeah, I tell I him dreams sometimes and he'll hit me with some like just one comment where I'm like, yep. oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, so I true. totally believe that dreams are like a manifestation of something in something. you or something you've experienced. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people, like you say, you predict things in your dreams. Yeah. So I feel like they're so… The subconscious is like a, such a fucking fascinating like place in our brains. You know how like you can recall like lines to songs. So you're like, how was that in my brain? I yeah. have no idea. That you're like, look at everything that like you're taking in without even totally being conscious of it throughout every single day. One time someone pointed out to me, they're like, there are so many American flags everywhere that we don't like register. And as soon as he pointed that out, like… The ride home, I saw like five American flags like on people's front lawns, like on like a logo. And I was like, wow, yeah, right. we're blasted with like patriotic like symbols all day long without re- being like Because totally it's just so run of the mill. But did you ever notice that thing where like when you learn a, a word for the first time, you hear it three Everywhere. times within the next 24 hours yeah, and stuff like that? That's called something. Yeah. Um, What's it called? What is it? And there's a, Diane, like, you told me about that other like impulse that we have that's called like cognitive dissonance or something. Oh, or, I studied that in psychology. What's up, psych degree? Or like cog- <laughs> di- cognitive disrupt- disruption or dissonance. something. Where it's like where you have that urge to like do something in a space that you shouldn't do. Like if you're in a quiet room to like, you're like, Shout. I just want to yell right now. Yeah. Did you ever like have a thing like when you're meeting new people where you're just like, oh my God, like, don't punch them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, that's the same impulse people have when they walk to the edge of a building. Right. Like, they're, don't jump. They're don't not, jump. They're don't not jump. afraid of. They're not afraid of falling. They're afraid of jumping. They're afraid of jumping, which you have Oof. complete control over. Right. But that's why I've I, experienced that. I. That's why I don't sit front row at any show because I have my body just has this impulse to stand up and just walk across the stage in front of me. <laughs> what? I will never sit front row at any improv or comedy show. That is so weird. <laughs> I realized it when I was doing comedy and I sat front row for someone's show in like a full theater and I just sat there the whole time gripping my seat like wow. trying to calm myself down because I couldn't like… Don't walk across the stage. Don't walk across the stage. Because I just kept imagining. Like it's not a harmful or offensive thing. It just you know, like it's walking straight across the stage in the middle of a scene. Oh my God. It was awful. So, so to answer your question, um, <laughs> you've never experienced sleep paralysis. Got it. Um, someone, Wait, but real quick, I have experienced choking in my sleep, sleep apnea. So there's that. No sleep paralysis, ooh. but I do wake up choking a lot. That Hannah gets that too, ooh. and that's terrifying. Where you just can't catch your breath. No, I'm literally choking. Like I literally rolled out of bed one time, going, <laughs> like I couldn't breathe. It was insane. Really? Yeah, I'll probably die that way. <laughs> I mean, here's hoping. Who knows what's happening with all of us. Someone wants to know, can you tell if there's a scary presence in a room as soon as you walk in? Mm -hmm. You can? Mm -hmm. You just feel something's off? Immediately. And I'm also really good at… I pride myself in being able to judge a character Mm -hmm. immediately. Oh, like someone's character. Not even just character though. Like things about them. Like… Is that person trying to sleep with me or her or him? Is that person a good person? Is that person trying to use me? Is that person gay? Like just like really 
everything. I can sum up a person pretty, pretty immediately. And mm. you can't obviously tell right off the bat if you're right, but over time it always unfolds. Right. So you that. read between the lines immediately. Immediately. I can, and I think that's like part of my like psychicness, which isn't actually psychicness. I don't know what the word for is. It's it like maybe intuition, perception. Yeah. But it's just like so many weird things in my life. And I've been doing a lot of videos lately on just like my psychic experiences where yeah. I just predict stuff or I'll tweet something and then I'll look at my time hop and see that I predicted it or tweeted it exactly a year ago to that day. And just like very weird things like that. Lots of coincidences and stuff like that. Yeah, so maybe like- I'm not psychic. I'm just really excited by coincidences. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that if there's so many coincidences that start to line up, you're like, what's anymore? happening? We were talking before we were sh- we started shooting about your ability to um, sometimes see people's auras. <gasps> Okay. Mm-hmm. He was baiting for this. I knew you were waiting for it. Yeah, this is a good story. Okay, so I try to steer away from this story because it does involve drugs. And I don't do a lot of drugs. But one time I actually, and it actually was an accident because I've messed around with like edibles a little bit like mm-hmm. marijuana. Yeah. But um, marijuana. But one time. <laughs> the reefer. I was at dinner with somebody who had a medical card. Yeah. And they we all had dinner and I was already drunk. Yeah. And then they put out these brownies. Yay. And they were the most marijuana marijuana eat brownies in the world but I ate them because I was already drunk without tasting the marijuana and I had eaten so much of it (gasps) that I was hallucinating off my fucking ass the smallest amount will fuck you up I had the biggest amount (laughs) (laughs) so I was really hallucinating I was seeing like you know in cartoons when they show hallucinations yeah it was that and and it was like my entire life was a movie like I would look here and then it would pan focus to you like it was as if everything was shot through a lens it was very bizarre but then I started seeing everybody's auras so this one colors around them colors like that color that shows your energy yeah and I looked down at my hands and I saw orange And then I looked at my friend and she had this like really icky gray color and she turned out to be like a very like anxious, depressed, manipulative person. So it like kind of made sense. Like now looking back. And then I looked at her brother who's very like meditative and kind and into and like Mm -hmm. yoga and his had this like very soft bluish green and that made sense. And at this time I didn't know what auras meant. But I looked at this couple who was hosting the party bright red and they were sparking at each other mm-hmm. and attacking each other and I didn't know what it meant but I knew it was bad because yeah, it's yeah. like red and they're hitting each other but they looked like this really happy couple and immediately I knew there's anger between them there's issues and then the rest of the night got so weird where my friend and her brother passed the fuck out they're gone and then they're like trying to get me to stay awake and there's these little comments that are happening like the husband would say something like or boyfriend I don't think they were actually married they're actually just like dating and living together yeah and he's just like oh who opened another bottle of wine nobody answers it's so funny that somebody would open another bottle of wine. We have a bottle of white wine open. I'm just wondering who would do something like oh, that. Oh, so passive. Kept saying it. And then eventually he was just like, I wonder who did it. And then the, the girl went, it was me, honey. It was me. I opened the other bottle of wine. He's like, oh, you're so cute when you're stupid. Uh, and like these little comments where I'm looking at my friends and I'm like, is nobody hearing this shit? Because yeah. it was all night. These little comments like, oh, you're so adorable. What would you do without me? You'd probably die. You're such an idiot. And like, I'm like, wow. how does nobody hear this? Right. This is insane. Yeah. So then it, it got to the point where 
She pulled me into a room, again, vibrating red. Yeah. And she pulls me into a room. She wakes me up because I fell asleep. Wakes me up to hang out. And she, I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm hallucinating. I don't know why. I yeah. didn't know that was weed. And then she was just like, I have something that'll help you wake up. I'm thinking coffee. I'm thinking energy drinks. Oh, God. She starts crushing something on the table. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay, snorting. Well, I'm not going to snort something. Yeah. So then she's just like, I was like, what is that? She was like, don't worry about it. It'll help you wake up. And I was like, can you tell me what it is? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's like, you're yeah. fine. I'm guessing it was Adderall or right. something along the lines, but it, it could have been Coke. It could have been fucking heroin. I don't sure, know. Sure. So she's crushing it. And then her, this boy comes in and he says something like, Oh, what are you doing in there? Bangs. And she goes, I'm just helping our guests stay awake, honey. And like all of a sudden, like the facade is gone. And it's like, right, sweetie. Like it was like an evil movie. Everything in my life is a fucking movie. (laughs) So then he's just like, oh, you're crushing it on this table, which is wood, which has uh, gaps in it. Wouldn't it be so smart if you would have thought to grab, I don't know, a fucking book and crush it on here so that you didn't waste half of it in the table, sweetie. And I'm like, Jesus. "Ah." So they're having this argument (laughs) about how to crush up the drugs. And then he storms out and she's just like, (laughs) What would I do without you? Slams the door. Gabby, if you would see the porn I found on his computer, it would blow your mind. You would throw up. And I was like, what is this couple? Yeah, so then I was just like, I I didn't know what to say. So I'm like, oh, honestly, like, this is awkward. But like, I've heard my parents argue about porn before. Like, I think that's a pretty normal couple thing to argue about. And she's just like, no, 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 no. If you saw the type of porn, it would make your stomach sick. You would throw up everywhere. It's disgusting. You wouldn't believe this stuff. He's probably a murderer. And I was like, what? Uh, it was so scary. And like, this would only happen to me. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody else on the planet. And you predicted it. And I predicted it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, these things. Like, the dream with the elephant yeah. and like the, the aura. This isn't something where I like, I was already influenced. Yeah. It was something where I saw it and then it happened. But that's, that's actually like, that is something. There's a tarot card reader just read my aura the other day and my mom's and they like before they do the tarot, they do like this kind of like guided like prayer meditation kind of thing. And she told my mom that she could see like, I think it was like green and blue. That's a very nice color for an aura. Yeah, it's very clear. Well, she said most people are um, like most people are blue or something. It's like common for like that's, you know, the the mean or whatever, the control. And then I was like pink, blue. And my mom was like green, blue or something. And green meant she was very clear that she also has like psychic abilities. And which my mom has always said that she's had like you, all of these weird coincidences in her life that like too many coincidences to just yeah. be coincidences. And, uh, but I, yeah, auras now fascinate me that people can like see each other's auras, which I, I believe that's probably very true. I never want to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> it, cre- it creeped you out? You didn't like it? In the moment, it was very scary. Well, and looking back and knowing also, now, like way too high. I was way too high. Yeah, there's too much happening at once. Yeah, I mean, I guess to see somebody's aura, it's nice because you can kind of judge right off the bat. But I yeah. feel like I can kind of see people's auras, anyways, because I I can size you up in a second. Yeah. So maybe my subconscious is like seeing your aura, and right. maybe that's why I can size people up so quickly. But there have been so many people that I've met in my life where I was like, they're so nice, they're so fun, we should right. hang out with them, and I'm like. We should not. Yeah. And then they end up being a really like manipulative, usury, crazy person. Eek. Um, what happened to that couple? Are they married now? I honestly don't know. <laughs> um, I I literally 
disassociated. Yeah. Yeah. But she was also kind of weird. Like she would text me every day, like asking me to post an Instagram picture of her. Like it was Yikes, bad news bears. Um, Uh Here's a fun question. Someone wants to know, if you could be haunted by the spirit of any drag queen, who would it be (laughs) and why? I can honestly say, I don't know enough drag queens to answer that question. Uh, I mean, I think I just want RuPaul. Like That's what I was going to say, but I don't want to be a cliche. No, I mean, I feel like that's… Pretty. He's the epitome. Also, RuPaul is still with us, not haunting anybody yet. No, True. but I mean so. by the spirit of oh. that person. Yeah. If RuPaul's spirit could be like around oh, me okay. all the time. You'd be into that. Someone wants to know what songs are in your head right now. Do you have any songs stuck in your head right now? I think this is the first moment in my life where there wasn't a song in my head. Really? There's always a song in my head. That's what an optimistic outlook. <laughs> There's always wow. a- There's always one Maybe there. it's the space we're in. Maybe it's just very like clear maybe. for you. But you know what one is always in my head for whatever reason? It's always this verse. The one that goes, But you make me want to act like a girl. Wash my hair and… Whatever What's that, that is. from? Demi Lovato. It's just that oh. one verse is always… Always. And then the, you make me glow. It's always in my head. I don't know why. I don't even <laughs> like the song that much. It's a great song, but like, get it the fuck out. Somehow, I mean, it must be the situation in which you first heard the song. There must be some anchor or something. I think I just sound really dope singing it. Uh, okay, someone wants to know. Well, people are asking who's your favorite ghost. I, I'm sure it's probably none of them. <laughs> um, and someone wants to know what's the scariest date you've ever been on. Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, long story short, I have also obviously done a story time on it. Yeah. Actually, no, I haven't. I'll tell you an exclusive. Oh my god. Well, you can give us if you're gonna do a story time. You can give us like the brief version. I'll of give it. you the briefy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been afraid to do the story time because he's crazy. Mm. Uh, but I don't even know if it was really considered a date. It was just this. I was um, in a city one time. I won't mm-hmm. even say which city. Sure. And uh, he was there, and he hit me up, and we had met briefly before at a thing. And I uh, hit me up. He said, "Oh, you're here, like whatever." And we hung out, and it was great. And it was like yeah. a really nice weekend. We were just like hanging out, chilling. Like I was there working, and like we would meet up in our spare time. And then when I left, he was like super overly clingy. Like, well, like we had only really known each other for three days, and he was just saying things like, "It, it hurts me so much to see you leave. Like Yikes. I don't know how I'm gonna live. Like it was, it was a lot. Yeah. And then um, he ended up <laughs> going on this really crazy tangent on the internet about how I was really happy about uh, the Paris attacks. <gasps> the terrorist attacks. It was like very insane. Like he was like… He just, went online and said that you were happy about yeah, that situation. Yeah. Well, and the reality of the situation is when I came back because I was working when it happened, like I was yeah. literally crying because I get very affected by like worldly things. Sure, I just yeah. feel like… I feel like I feel the pain of the world a lot. Yeah. And I was like very upset by it. And he was just like, it's, I don't really see why it's a big deal. And then he like went to say that like he was crying about it and that I wasn't affected by it. And then he like threatened to like expose like a lot of like weird things, which I didn't know if he like if it was real or not he was just like I have like compromising information that I found while you were like yeah it was very bizarre he was like very much blackmailing me in a lot of different ways and uh that was probably the scariest date I've ever been on wow so when you guys were hanging out did he he knew that you were like an internet person like an influencer yeah and and I kind of find out I found out later yeah sorry I knew that he knew who I was right because of like how we met but I didn't know that he was such a huge fan. Oh. And that sounds like douchey to say, but like he ended up being somebody who was like a huge, huge fan of mine. And I, I didn't know. Right. But it ended up being like this very like obsessive stalkery. Mm. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Mitchell, Mitchell, when he finds out that someone's a fan, he won't go on a date with Yeah, him. I didn't think he was. Like I knew he knew who I yeah. was. But the same as like I like but that's knew also, anyone on the internet. Yeah. You know? And that's hard because you know like 
it seems so pretentious to like assume like they love me. So uh, I don't no. want to. He's saying yeah. he's saying when he's like on an app or something and he meets somebody and, and they like and, oh, and they say 100%. something and they say something like yeah this is so cool I'm such a huge fan yeah he'll yeah. be like okay that's Same. we're done now that's why all those dating yeah. apps like yeah tear, like they're. It feels like there's so many different precautions yeah. that have to be taken. I just like kind of burped into this. Did you hear it? <laughs> did you hear it? Did I you did think? not Okay, actually. well, I'm glad I drew attention to it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, do you, you were saying earlier you don't really use like the dating apps as much anymore because it's, it's, you're so busy that you can't really yeah. like. So I know. talk on them. I get on them like probably, I want to say, honestly, even like. Every other day, I get on just sure. like swipe and see if people message me. But I just, when people make plans with me, like, okay, cool. Do you want to go on a date and go to the museum? Which is like a great first date. Yeah. But it's just the idea of Feels like a lot. spending so much time yeah. with somebody who you may never see again. Right. I don't have the time for that right now. Yeah. That's it's how I feel about lot. dating apps in general. I'm like, it seems like a lot of like shooting in the dark to see what happens. And, and sometimes like, it's great. Right. But you just, there's no guarantees. Yeah. I like certainty. And so I think that that would really mess with me. And I would get very just like, because especially if you get on the date and you realize, you know, from reading this person, you're like, this is not going to work out. But then but now, it's a great video. Yeah, that's true. I know. You'd have a great way of optimizing that experience yeah. I kind yourself. of live my life hoping that really shitty stuff happens because I'm running out of YouTube content. <laughs> I only have like a year left of relevancy left. So, but the thing, the thing is relevancy so, a word? Yeah. The yes. thing that's okay. so like amazing about you though and you told me this last time we did a collab because I was like you have so many stories. You're like it's not necessarily about the story it's how you tell it but I think you're so good at the art of storytelling which is Thank actually you. an art that I feel like you could literally turn anything into an interesting story. I, that's really sweet. I appreciate that's that. That's true. <laughs> but um, I do think everybody has stories. So for anybody listening who's always like how does this crazy stuff happen to you? Um, how do you like Blah, 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 blah. It's honestly just like any situation that happens to you that's kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. It's a story. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm horrible at remembering things if they're like traumatic in detail after they happen because I think my brain just tries to push it away immediately. And so it like blurs everything. Um, these, This is kind of a two-parter. Cool. Uh, if you could haunt one person, who would it be and why? Grace Helbig and Jack Ferry. Oh my God. <laughs> but the second part of that is, are you going to date your hot neighbor? Oh, wow. Okay, so this is a story that I've been putting off for his safety. My hot neighbor is a psychopath. Oh! Uh, yeah. You don't have to say here yeah. if you're going to continue to live in your hot neighbor's I building. already told him I'm going to make a video about it, but for whoever that is listening that does know about the hot neighbor, uh-huh. wow, please, whoever has fan pages for him and, like, is hoping us to be together, please stop. He's out of his fucking mind. Uh, of course, because it's me and my life. Of course, the really hot neighbor who's really into me I've is a seen, psycho. That's the guy that's in your Snapchats, right? From time to time. Yeah, I questioned it the first time. I was like, who is this man? He's hot. Very, very yeah, attractive. He's crazy. Um, but good to know that now then. That's um, why I've never linked to any of his social media. Because I knew within the first 15 minutes of meeting him yeah. that he's crazy. I knew for a fact that I was going to want to make a story time of video about him. <laughs> and I knew that I didn't want people to link it back to him. This is a businesswoman. We're watching an entrepreneur <laughs> in our midst. Um, and last question before we wrap up the podcast. How do you keep spirits away or how do you cleanse your house? I don't. You don't? No. You don't do really any like why. sage or anything like that? The yeah, psychic twins came works. in Doesn't and they use sage. They use sage ones in my house. Did it work? I, I don't know how much I believe in. 
Listen to me being a skeptic about sage. I don't know I think it's how much all I believe a bunch in of bullshit. I just truly believe that if a spirit wants to come to you, that he will. Yeah. That and there's really nothing you can do as far as like so you don't lighting like a plant on fire. Exorcisms or anything? You don't I believe in exorcisms, but that's like a whole religious thing. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. kind of thing that I don't really know about right now. Like, am I? Like, I don't know what I believe. I, I've believe that exorcisms are a very real thing. Yeah. I don't know what part of it. I think exorcisms are very different than getting rid of a ghost. I've had my house exercised when I was a kid. Right. Because it was haunted as fuck. And a priest came in and did the whole shebang and like blah, 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 blah. But Um, but also sage, from my understanding, is not necessarily for spirits, but more for just like bad energy. Like, you know, if you're in a house that there's been lots of arguments in and things like that. It depends what fake medium you're talking to. Yeah. I mean, look, I Amazon some sage and did my whole house in it. I have some too. Well, it does smell really nice. So, side effect. I like the, um, what's the the holy wood that people get that Uh, they burn? Cedar? No, there's this other wood that people burn. Is it like an incense kind of thing? Sort of. It's like a sage thing. Like you burn it to like, I don't know if I know what that is. And that smells really nice. It smells really better than sage, in my opinion. Hannah introduced me to it. Um, Well, anyway, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Gabby, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I know it's slightly traumatic to have to relive all these stories, but they are fucking fascinating. I live to talk about myself, so it's really no (laughs) no worries here. Where can people find you on the internet if they don't already know? My name is The Gabby Show, G A B B I E, on literally everything. Awesome. Easy to find. Make sure you check her out, guys. She's super funny, super. Full of stories. I don't believe that you will come to an end of stories. I think here's to hoping. Here's to hoping. Gotta leave my apartment sometimes. <laughs> uh, go check her out on all the social medias, and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Bye. Happy Halloween, everyone. That too. <laughs> too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Was Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons and an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Was Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com slash grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz.